Okay, here's a good one. Okay. Uh-oh. What can I do better as a mom? This is it. Actually, take a sip and grab a seat. Because this is it. Hello, hello. It's Thursday or whatever day you're listening on. And I am back. It's season four and I had a great break. It was much needed, actually. And I really appreciate you sticking around as always, and I'm thrilled to be recording again. You know, this podcast is a real labor of love, for lack of a better way to describe it. It's a hobby, I guess, a passion project. And when I go on breaks, I never really know if and when I'll be able to come back and keep making it because it's actually really hard to do. So I'm always really pumped when I figure it out, topics and guests, and when I find the time. And while I was on this hiatus, there was this one day when I got a shit ton of listens and for no reason, because I was basically off of social, but something must have happened and it felt really nice to know that you're all still out there. I'm changing things up just a titch for season four, nothing dramatic, but I'm going to do a bit of a deep dive into one-on-ones. There's so many people and topics that I want to get to. And when I was making the list of episodes for this season, it just sort of presented itself. You know when that happens? Like it became clear on its own. I'm going to be talking to some amazing people. We cover grief, connecting with strangers, Ukraine, giving back, cleaning up, diet culture, dating after 50. I'm also going to be chatting with my ex-boyfriend's ex-wife. We met over grief and his suicide. And I just really hope that all of these conversations find their way to the listeners who need them. So today I'm starting right in my very own house with my teenage daughters. They've been on the podcast before, but not in this way. And I'm really proud of them for being willing to jump in. A little backstory. It's just the three of us. It's been that way since they were 11 months and just over four years old. They are now 13 and a half and 16 and a half. They've both navigated bullies and peer pressure and working through the pain of an absent father. We've had our moments. There was the incident that still gets talked about to this day. I've done some really questionable parenting, and I'm never really allowed to forget it. And they've each been in some sort of big trouble a handful of times, so that's not so bad. They have great friends and teachers like them, and I think they're smart and funny and kind. We talk and we listen, and sometimes we ask for space, and their rooms drive me crazy, crazy, (laughs) mostly the oldest ones, and that was actually surprising to me, and they spend too much time looking at their phones, mostly the younger one, and I spend most days praying that we're doing just a little better than okay. I recently read Pam Anderson's book, Love Pamela. Weirdly, Pam and I have a few things in common. We're both small-town Canadian girls. We married musicians. We have two kids, hers boys and mine girls. She loves to read and write, and she loves talking to strangers. She's been married a lot more than I have, and she did that whole Playboy thing. But as I was reading her book, I kind of felt a connection to her, a single mom who unabashedly puts her kids first. She wrote this, My biggest loves of all are, of course, my children. Always, in every minute, my beautiful babies radiate in my heart, my mind, my soul. Barely making their way through the life they have been dealt, full of empathy and wonder. 
When I was away from them, I would practice a kind of telepathy, healing from afar. I would imagine a white light surrounding them, tracing the images I held of them in my mind, protecting them, healing them with loving thoughts while they slept. No matter where I was, I would tell them we were a magic triangle, the three of us always together, no space or time. I'm Jenny B, and this is a chat with my teenage daughters, actually. Are we recording? <laughs> Hi. Hi, Hi Queen. <laughs> we talk all day long, mm-hmm. and yet when I put a microphone in between us, this is everyone so gets awkward. Weird. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> so try not to be weird. I, I mean, be. be yourself, obviously. Yeah. But I am myself. Okay. So everyone knows that it's the three of us, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm quite vocal. Team B, we three, we mm-hmm. sort of, that's a thing. I personally think, and this could just be me, but I personally think that we have a pretty good thing going here. I, yeah, I, agree I can that. agree. Three of us. If you each had to describe our little family in three words, three words, mm-hmm. what would you say? Can we all do a word, then she does a word, then I'll do a word. Okay, sure. Kind. Okay. Comfy. Outgoing. Wonderful. Generous. Letty. <laughs> Okay, what do you like best about our family? Everything. I like that it's a house of, like, only girls, because girls are the best. And I just think that it helps us, like, have a better connection. We're so close, like, that's what I like about our house. It's just the three of us, and it's always been the three of us. And I think that we all get along so well, because it's always been the three of us. Then my friends always feel comfortable to come over here and like it's just a really fun environment to be around. That is actually, I always say that's, you know, one of the biggest compliments, even though it's not a direct compliment. Mm -hmm. I always feel really happy, even though sometimes it would be nice to have space and I feel like the door is always (laughs) open. Not from you guys, but the door is, it opens and closes a lot, right? It's a revolving door. It's a revolving door. Well, that's okay. It's okay. (laughs) It's more than okay, actually. It's amazing. And so even in those moments when I'm like, oh, I could just Mm -hmm. not have somebody come in the door. Here comes somebody in the door. I realize actually how special that is. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, and also, I just like, like, same with what Izzy said, just my friends are always like, when we're making plans, like, oh, why don't we go back to Lola's after, or if we're wanting to have a sleepover, oh, can we sleep at your house tonight? Like, everyone knows it's, like, a really comfortable space, and, like, my friends, like, literally come over here to just hang out with you, mommy. Like, people will literally, like, my friends all have your number on, like, their phones and, like, text you all the time, it's because... I think you've made a very, like, comfortable space. And our house smells really good. People really like the oh, smell of our house. Great. People always come over, and then they leave, and people will always, like, their parents will always be like, oh, my God, why do you smell like Lola? And they're like, it's not Lola. It's just her house. Like, she just smell Her house just smells like maybe this. Maybe it's that. It's amazing. Maybe that's why they always want to be here, is because it smells good. <laughs> I, again, that I take that as a huge, huge compliment. I mean, when I was growing up, of course, the store was attached to my house, so... It was, there was always people coming and going, mm-hmm. but I felt like that was because of that. Yeah. But I also think that it had a big thing it's to like do with my parents. It's like we have a store attached to our house. Well, there is a pretty big snack cupboard. That's true. true. People <laughs> love our snack cupboard as well. They do love our snack cupboard. Okay, that was a good segue. I obviously talked to you guys a lot about my time as a teenager, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
too much? <laughs> no, I like it though. I can relate. Well, okay, so obviously there are big differences between mm-hmm. then and now, um, and there's a, there's still some similarities too. What do you think are the biggest differences between when I was a teenager and you being a teenager? Well, like you always say, the phones. Right. <laughs> how we're always on our phones and like how we have to make plans over our phones and we don't really like interact like by going and knocking on a door except when your neighbors obviously you do that you say in your childhood you you always had to phone and talk to their family or you'd have to go over and knock on their door yeah it was a big deal like you had to get up and go out and like well I love that you said that I love that you listen because yeah you had to call and talk to the parents Mm -hmm. to get to the kid you had to I mean, guess kids answered the phone, but in my case, they didn't because my dad answered the phone in the store. So if you were going to get to me, you had to talk to my dad first. Yeah. Yeah. Not having phones, but like social media. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's become so toxic and like it's caused so many friends to not be friends with people or maybe you guys had FOMO, but definitely not as much as mm-hmm. we all have FOMO because like you'll be at home and maybe you can't go out on a Friday night, but everyone else is out and you... You would have, like, known that they were all going to go out, but we know that they're all <laughs> And, like, they post about exactly it. Exactly where they are, because we have everyone's location, and we know, like, exactly who's there and exactly what they're doing, because everyone posts about it. And maybe you can't go out for, like, an actually good reason, but you definitely feel very excluded. Even if you were invited, it still feels so hard to see all your friends out when you can't be out. Yeah. And I think that's, like, a huge part of, like, where insecurities and, like, people not having as much confidence forms because you're at home and you feel so like sad that you can't be out with your friends i'm sure you guys were insecure when you were in high school for sure but this is like a whole nother level even with like Mm -hmm. body image and like Mm -hmm. i think we started thinking about like actual adult problems way sooner than we should have i'll see videos on tiktok being like this is how to save for like post university i'm like whoa i'm I'm 16 16. (laughs) but it's like i guess it is a real problem but it's also like you, you were so peaceful. Like, you had no idea that was coming to you. <laughs> right. I guess there's probably a benefit to both. I mean, I probably wasn't mm-hmm. prepared. I, I, well, I wasn't. I wasn't even near as prepared as you guys will mm-hmm. be, which is great. But also, but you want to be a And I'm over-prepared yes. now. And, like, now yeah. I, we go to school to do school, and then we, like, leave. Like, no one likes school anymore because right. it's such, like, a trap And that now. was our social place. Mm-hmm. And your social place is mm-hmm. your phone. I like school, but <laughs> you're in eighth grade, so. <laughs> what similarities do you think there were between me being a teen and like teen in the 80s and a teen in the nows? <laughs> in what way? I can answer for Izzy. So Boys? my mom was a little boy crazy. In <laughs> okay, high you know what? I'm gonna say my own answer. Okay. Similarities. I'm gonna say my own answer here. Okay, go. And it's not going to be that. Okay. I have to think first, though. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll say some similarities then. Obviously, like, partying and, like, going out with friends, that's still very similar. All the trends are coming back, so I'll come downstairs in the morning, like, ready to go for school, and mom's like, I wore that outfit in high school. What are you wearing? <laughs> that is literally my outfit. <laughs> what, what is going on here? This is, like pretty upsetting still this like people are still being mean but like I know that you had some major mean girls like when you were a kid Mm -hmm. and like we're still having that too and like the things that they did is still happening now like why did that not change exactly very similar scenarios yeah exactly obviously we have some great friends Mm yes but there's also some where it was like a lot of similarity of like what's happened to you and what's happened to us isn't that crazy Mm -hmm. all these years later 
I mean, I think that there has been growth and I think we've learned. And I mean, we certainly weren't talking about pink shirt day and, Mm -hmm. you know, bullying in that way back then because probably, well, we just didn't know. It was just part of like, oh, that kid's just that kid. Now we have more knowledge, but the fact that it hasn't changed that much is, is means we still have so much work to do. Mm-hmm. So much work. What's the biggest challenge in your world right now? First thing that comes to mind, go. Navigating the world and like trying to just like figure my life out. I think now there's just like so much more pressure on like what you're doing. And we had this conversation before, but the question is always... So what university or college are you thinking and not what are you thinking for your future? What if I want to take a gap year and travel? Or what if I want to just stay home and work and save more money? Or There's just so much more pressure on where we want to go and what we want to do mm-hmm. with our lives. And like once again, I'm only 16. Mm-hmm. And that is like so much to decide. This basically decides my future. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to, but it's a big part of it. We go to school and every day there's new announcements about don't forget to hand in your course submissions or don't forget to mm-hmm. do this or don't forget to apply to this. And that's not the path necessarily that everybody takes. No, and not everyone can take that path. That's right. And so I think it's like, I'm like, what do I want to do with my life? I know what career I want to have, but how do I get there? Sure. How long it's going to take me? What do I want to do after that? Right. Where do I want to live? <laughs> Once again, maybe I shouldn't be thinking about this at 16, but it's all anyone talks about. Yeah. We'll be neighbors, Whoa. though, right? Well, okay. obviously, you're moving with me. You're living in my dorm with me. What's your biggest challenge right now? Well, the first thing I thought of was, like, world problems. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I thought of, when I go to high school, I'm really worried, because that's a much bigger place than where I am now. It's okay, you have me. And there's, like, I know, but then you leave for university. Right. True. So I'm going to be alone in that high school. And sure, some of my friends will be there, but, like, it's just really scary to think about, like, because mm-hmm. I have a really great environment, and, like, it's really, like, family-like at LKS. What feels scary about high school to you? Everything. The the people. The stories the, I tell her. The stories Lola tells me when she comes back and she's saying all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go there. <laughs> Are you worried about the world in general and growing up and becoming older yeah. in this world? Yes. Obviously, I love my life and so happy I'm here. But, like, I think that this generation is just no one's going to have kids. Well, not no one, but a lot of people won't have kids because of how messed up this world is. When your dad and I split, mm-hmm. I think we both imagined that it would be nice to carry on as a unit somehow. <laughs> apart mm-hmm. together apart okay interesting um we hadn't figured it out yet mm-hmm. but obviously that didn't end up happening and then I worried about what you guys would be missing with him maybe not being around I think we have a lot of pretty awesome and diverse men in our lives but what do you think of men in general I think that there can be different types where there's some not so great mm-hmm. and some really really great and I think that we do have a lot of great men in our life but mm-hmm. I know that there is still some not so great right. <laughs> men out there but but generally is your viewpoint of men is it positive it's half and half but mostly good because I, we know a lot of good men and you've brought a lot of good men into our life like your friends mm-hmm they're pretty solid. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> we like them a lot. Got some good uncles. Some good yeah. uncles. Got some good uncles, some good cousins. Neighbors. Neighbors. Good neighbors. Yeah. My perspective is just if you're 
good, you're good. If you're bad, you're bad. We're so surrounded by like such amazing men, but then there's like, there could be one person that just like kind of trumps the rest because of, I don't know, just because. It's mm-hmm. a joke on Seinfeld. He's a bad seed, and then he infiltrates the rest of, of the... refer to <laughs> <Yeah>. Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're saying. Sometimes it's like, if I've been in a not great relationship where someone mm-hmm. ghosts you, or you just have mm-hmm. a bad experience with somebody, then that can color the rest of... You don't ever want to paint everybody with the same brush. I think mm-hmm. that, like, it's... That's true. Like, I don't want to view everyone or all men as, like, scary or mean or anything. Mm-hmm. But... But yeah. when there's, like, trust issues there, and that forms from, like, such a young age, then that can be a lot harder to overcome that yeah. and realize, oh, not all people are bad, not all people are the same. But when they happen to all be one gender, it kind of, there's a weird familiarity, or like, similarity to them. Right. Just because we're an all-girl household, we're just not that used to it. And so, right. like, I'm super cautious, and I think that's actually helped us in a lot of situations where I've been, like, Mm, I don't know about this. Like, this could be a little risky. And they're like, right. oh, and it turns out that I was right. I think my instincts are just a little bit stronger because of that. That's good. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel happy. Okay, here's a good one. Okay. Girl. Uh-oh. What can I do better as a mom? What? I want to answer Yeah, what? I don't want to... Yeah, I want you to answer. It's okay. There's no hard feelings. I'll take well, it to heart. I actually, I'm not even being nice. Like, I actually don't know. What can I do better as a mom? Literally don't know. Like, you always say yes. You always... (laughs) Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. (laughs) No, but, like, you're such a good mom. Like, all my friends even are like, she's, like, the best mom I've ever met. I I gotta be doing something wrong. No, but you're doing everything. Like, like, I actually don't The stuff that I think you're always right about. So even if it feels like even it's not hard. Even if it hard, feels like right. I'm the right one, you end up being the right one. <laughs> I'm the wrong goes away. One. There's going to be a point where you don't think I'm always right, and that's well, okay, Well, when too. I was like 13, I think. Or like whenever I had my little state phase where I was like, meh, meh, meh. I think that I was probably like, I'm always right. I'm the coolest person She doesn't ever. know anything, yeah. She doesn't know anything. Okay, I'm well, so cool. I don't cool. think that. Lola. And you are 13, so that's good. Okay, so we're making good progress here. Okay, you can think about that if you want to come back to it. Um for the longest time forever for basically ever we call ourselves a package deal mm-hmm. what does that mean to you and how do you imagine it play it will play out as time marches on and eventually you go out into the world like what does a package deal mean to, mean to you like i think that if you want one of us you get all of us <laughs> and we're just oh it's always gonna be like that. we're a unit <laughs> <laughs> but eventually you're going to leave this no, house. No, see, we're all <laughs> together. Maybe this is what I'm doing wrong. It's really awkward that you think that we're actually leaving. Yeah. Um, and, like, if even ever... after, like, we do move out, quote, unquote, <laughs> like, we're still always going to be a package deal. Yeah. Like, I think so, too. What does that look like? I'll tell you. So, oh, okay, she has a she plan. Has <laughs> um, we're all going to live in the same city, but not even the same city. Like, you know how Toronto is, like, a huge city? That's yeah. not good enough. Like, it's the same neighborhood type sure. beat. we got to be real close. And then you can live with one of us. Or you can move in between. Like, because... Whoever has a bigger house. No, like... Because we can, like... I think we should live on a beach, and then we can build you, like, a house, like, on the beach. Because mm-hmm. you want to live on the beach. And Presley can come, too, because she'll still be alive. <laughs> 
in a million years. <laughs> in like 20 Wasaga years from beach. now, Pasi is still going to be like, beach. Wasaga? Mm-hmm. I was thinking not Canada. Okay, well, you said Toronto. So I was well, giving us an example. Yeah. I just want to make I need a little nanny suite. I don't even need that much. Okay, lit. And I just think that, like, back to the package deal. Okay, let's say, like, a family, friends that we know invite us over. You're not just going. You and Izzy aren't just going. Unless someone's busy. We are all getting in the car, plus Presley. And we are all hitting the roads. Or, like, when, like, one of us has a boyfriend or, like, a boy we like and we bring them over. If someone doesn't like him, that's awkward. That's that's tricky. That's a conversation. Or, like, oh, here comes Presley. She is. She found us. Or, like, even friends. Not to name names, but... Yeah. <laughs> you got it. When, like, you guys knew there was, like... like yeah. you, we always know there's something up, and, like, we speak our minds. We say our yeah. opinions. All three of our opinions matter most to each up. other, I think. That's right. I'd say that we let things play out because no one wants to necessarily say you can't. Mm-hmm. You want a person to come to their own conclusion. But I think that we... I remember a mom said to me, and I think this was an insult, but a mom said to me, you know, that you you would never want to disappoint me. And I think she was slinging it as a bit of an insult. Oh, she definitely was saying it as an insult. And my response to that was, but I don't want to disappoint them either. Or also, yeah, you're right. I don't want to disappoint yeah. my mom. That's not an insult to me. You're, I think you're the coolest person in the world. And, like, I don't want to, like ever offend you or like hurt your feelings or like disappoint like I know I guess the worry of that would be that we wouldn't want you to go against your own who you are to please I think that's how she was meaning it was like but there's a fine line of like I'm myself because you raised me to be this person Mm -hmm. and so this is like the realest and truest I'm ever gonna be Mm -hmm. but my job on this earth is you know people talk about helicopter parents I'm here to give you the best chance mm-hmm. and to protect you Aww, as so much nice. as I can. <laughs> so whatever so that looks like to other people, <laughs> I'm not so worried about that. If there's one thing you could change about your life, what would it be? I have a great life. I'm mm. chilling. Oh, okay. I would change where we live. I, no offense, do not like Toronto. I love our street and mm-hmm. I love like our little neighborhood and I love how close all my friends live to me and I love our neighbors. But the city, I don't like living in a big city. It's just so not for me. I like that we have access to a lot of things, which I think is really cool. And like, I like shopping. I like going downtown. I like taking adventures with my friends. So many beaches. But like, it's just so not for me to live in a big city. Like, mm-hmm. I would definitely change where we live. But if, but I love our house. So if we could like pick it up and then like put it somewhere. <laughs> is there anything you would change? Not really, except to get one friend back. <laughs> you want one friend back. You can say it because I won't put it in. Oh. Mm. People always ask me, they're always like, do you wish your parents were still married? Or like, Mm. would you, if you could change something, like, would you change that your parents were together? And I'm like, no. No. Because I love the way our life is. And maybe it would be different, but... But it just works like this. Right. The person that would have been here and Mm -hmm. like who you were married to is not the person that I would have wanted to have right. would have wanted to be my so father and would have wanted to be your husband and like be in this family unit yeah so whenever people ask me that, I'm always like 
No. It's an easy I'm, answer. I'm really happy with how this No is. one's ever asked for that. They don't, eh? <laughs> really? No. People always ask me if I'm, like, sad about it or if, like, I wish that, like, it was different. Interesting. And I'm like, like no. People in grade A are too scared to ask those <laughs> questions. Well, another thing is, is that families are changing. Like, it's changing. It's not just a, a husband-wife. It's a standard and... husband-wife That's combo. Right. Exactly. A... <laughs> we got a different combo happening over here. <laughs> What qualities do you look for in a friend? Like, just give me a list of the most important qualities you look for in a friend. It's they can make me laugh. Yeah, that's And we can get a really good laugh together. Laughing is huge. And that's really it. And, like, (laughs) if they're nice, then it's it's a winner. Yeah. People say this a lot, like, when you're looking for love. But, like, if you can't love yourself, how are you supposed to love someone else? I think that, like, in a friend, someone who's, like, like, secure in themselves and, like, really likes themselves because... Like, I don't care what other people think in a way of, like, I'm very confident in myself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I care about people's opinions if it's important. Sure. But I think that, yeah, just someone who, like, really loves themselves, like, the way I love myself. Mm-hmm. And someone who's nice. Just a nice, good friend. Kindness, mm-hmm. kindness, yeah. And I'm also going to say, like, since we're talking about neighbors, I'm going to use Sienna and Tola as an example. Like, they just get me, and I mm-hmm. get them, and it's just... That's a friendship that works mm-hmm. because we just understand each other and we're not going to find each other weird for that mm-hmm. because we're both doing the same thing. Isn't that nice to be able to be weird around someone? Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the best. What's your dream for the future? To work with animals and have a really nice house on a beach in Hawaii <laughs> that I can just like my backyard is the ocean. Oh, dream. This is like cringy, but like stay true to myself. I just want to live, like, a good, fulfilling life. Like, it doesn't have to be where I'm, like, live in some mansion and I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I'm married. Like, I don't even want to get married. Like, that's just, I don't know. I just I just want to live a life where I have great friends and great people around me and I'm happy. Oh, and I want to travel. Yeah, I, I want would, to see the world. Yeah. I would agree with that. Like, I just want to live my dream and I want to live the best life that I can get. Mm-hmm. Just a nice life. A nice life for me too. With the sea turtles in Hawaii. That's <laughs> what I want to do. So very general, but also super specific. <laughs> yeah. We like to do rosebud and thorn. Rose is the best part of the day. Thorn is worst and bud is what we're looking forward to. But I'm actually going to change thorn to something we can change or do differently from the weekend or from today. Sounds a little nicer. Okay. So rose, bud, and thorn. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Rose, yesterday, super fun day. I went to the mall with a bunch of friends, and then I got to hang out with my friends later last night, and it was just, like, a really fun day. But I'm looking forward to summer. I know it's really far away, <laughs> but I'm just so excited for summer <laughs> and camp. Summer. I just want camp to be here. And my birthday, turning 17. <laughs> and then something I could change. I don't know. Like, change about, like, like just, like, anything? Yeah. Probably... Being less worried about things. I feel like I worry a lot. And I just wish that sometimes I would just loosen up and just be like, it's fine. You're a teenager. Just live life. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes I worry too much. Mm-hmm. You get that from me. Yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. that. Okay, as you go. My rose is that this entire week was so much fun. And I had two field trips. So that was pretty That's great. Pretty sweet. Um, my butt is that I think I'm going to the movies today with all my friends, so that could be exciting. And then my thorn. I mean, yeah. Yeah, thorn. thorn, something you can change. It's kind of along the lines of Ola's, but like not caring about what other people think about me because I do that a lot, and I'm going to try and stop that. Yes, Izzy. I think that's great. <laughs> 
Thanks for doing this. Of course, no anytime. I love you. Love you. <laughs> okay, how was that? Fine. Yeah, yeah, that was great. We had really, we had great answers. I love being a mom, and it's also impossible. I am terrible at being a mom at least three times a week on average. I feel like I've already ruined both of them simply by having them, but I did have them, and I love them both so intensely. So we have to try, I guess is the thing. We have to be able to be the people that they see on social media and also raise them in real life. How wild and difficult and also what a weird blessing that they get to see it. I hope it works out for us all. That was written by Busy Phillips on her Instagram and it got me to my core. I want to say thank you to my daughters for agreeing to do this with me. We talk a lot, some of us more than others, but I wanted to really hear them in a different space or a different way, I guess. So I'm really grateful that they were open to this. Lola and Izzy, I love you in a way that I never dreamed possible. Thanks to all of you for coming back to season four. I'm super happy to be here and it's been busy and things got pushed a little bit, but this podcast is my dream and every single listen and review and share means the absolute world to me. If you listen on Apple and feel up to giving me five stars and a review, I would not say no to that. (laughs) I believe you can also rate or subscribe on Spotify. You can find me at this is it actually on Instagram. I hope spring is springing wherever you are. And I will catch you back here next week. Now go say something nice to someone. This is it, actually. Take a sip and grab a seat. 